Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we are going to be talking about a bunch of your, you guys have sent in a ton of questions about tile and stone. I know. So first off, thank you. Yes. For sending in questions. Amen. That's what feeds the podcast, y'all. So keep sending them in. Yes. We want to answer all your curiosities about interior design because just when we think we've said it all, we haven't. You guys have questions, which means we need to be more clear and give you guys scratch our head for a second. Think about it. The details. Exactly. But first, we want to give a shout out to um, all of you. Thank you so much for listening to us. We just hit 3 million downloads, which is such a mile mark, guys. Yeah. When we first started, I would have never thought. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember thinking like a million. That's forever away. That's yeah. the goal. And then we'll retire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Then we're out. Yes. So thank you for listening to us. And those of you that are new, thank you for joining us. And um, we just found out a really fun piece of data that we are currently ranked. Uh, we're number one in the design category in Bahrain and in the Cayman <laughs> Islands. Random. Oh, hey, yeah. where's Bahrain? Uh-huh. It's near, it's over by Qatar mm-hmm. where the World Cup was. Amazing. Oh, Thank yeah. you to all of you in Bahrain that are listening to us talk I about know. interior design yeah. and in the Cayman Islands and everywhere else in the world. I'm, I'm like, we're, we're so flattered. Yeah, yeah, that was like number one. So the, that's exciting. But I feel like we're in like top, like we're usually within top three, four in the design category or in yeah, mm-hmm. right. Or in, in Great Britain, in Great Canada, Britain, Canada Australia. Zealand, yeah. Like, anyway, it's really cool. It is yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, we're in like Finland, and anyway, it was very cool. We're international. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, and then you had a nice review that you wanted to give a shout out to. Yeah, uh, this comes from a listener in Great Britain. Speaking of that, she titled it "Wow, Wow, Wow." She says, "I've listened to nothing else for what seems like three months, and." dread getting to the last episode living in England. It's inspiring to listen to your huge range of ideas and your openness about design challenges. I've learned so much. Thought is amazing. She said, learn. That's awesome. (laughs) And, (laughs) And as we are halfway through building our own home and barn, your insights have changed many parts of our design inside and out. I admire your achievements. Hope one day you'll ship outside the U S and have your own Netflix slash Amazon too. Thank you for your constancy. Amazing. Netflix. Yes, we do have an Amazon. (laughs) We do have an Amazon. No, no. I think she was meaning like a Netflix or Amazon TV show. Oh, got it. So, yeah. Okay. Well, if any of you guys know anybody at the Netflix or the Amazon, (laughs) tell them to give us a call. We're ready. Yes. We would love to, we would love to do that and show you better visuals for all these things we're talking about. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. First up, I want to ask you guys, Sue, how are you doing? What's going on in your life? How's the emergency remodel going? You guys drama it's on a pause oh, everyone's no. like oh no poor sue and tom they can't finish the bathroom remodel. no we just like had some um some news that like our property might be desired by somebody else so we're just like holding and waiting on that before i invest in said um emergency remodel and we're just in a hold so mm-hmm. to be continued. That's so exciting. Either way, and hopefully I have some development. On having such a desirable property that oh, somebody would I like know. to purchase it. Yeah. So kudos. It, yeah. Big compliment. Yeah. Pays to buy an acre in Highland. Cheers. Yes. So Cheerio. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Corey, how are you doing? What's the latest with you? Same old, same old. Still waiting on a passport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, yeah. Just kids. Fun, mm-hmm. like gearing up for summer. Right, summer. This is like, yeah, it'll, yeah, we'll be well into the summer when this airs, but yeah, we're getting ready to finish up school. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. like in the last week and a half. So, yeah. Right, today's field day. Fun. Spent some money with the Nino to go get some, some shaved ice. The I field day, it. it's the best. That's so cute. I remember like just the excitement, like of the last like bit of oh, school man. where like everyone yeah. checks out, you watch movies, you have field days and the shaved ice, and like it's just so such an exciting fun. time. Yes. So, but now we're in the thick of summer. So hope everyone's cooling down out there. Mm, Summer's okay. the best. Like I love summer in Utah. It's just, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it's light until like almost 10 o'clock at night. 
Yeah. yeah. Corey and I both have summer birthdays. Ooh. So we always Leos. associate having our birthday parties in the summer with yeah. the sprinklers on, running through Ooh. in our swimsuits and laying on the hot concrete. I hope yeah. you do that. We- and having ice cream. And- <laughs> that was more of like a younger, when I don't we know were if I'm kids. Here, but yeah, we yeah. don't do that as adults that anymore. Best. But I do think having a summer birthday is like the stuff of sleepovers on trampolines and magic, Ooh. you know, fireflies. Yeah. yeah, I love summer too. There's yeah. a special kind of magic in the air. Yep, for so real. True. Yeah, Jess, it's really what are you good. Up to? What are you feeling? Well, I currently, because we're recording this in May, I have my youngest daughter who is going to be graduating next week from high school. So I'm just like right on the edge of having a, a whole house be empty and wow. not have a heartbeat of a teenager in my house, which is so sad. So I go through ranges of emotions, feeling about that and wondering if maybe I should adopt something. <laughs> <laughs> the other night, Adam and I were laying in bed going, uh, King Charles Spaniel's near us. Like, do we need to adopt something that's ready to go right now? Oh, I know. Uh, we were like, does lady need a does lady need a dog? I think our dog needs a dog. I think I need something in my heart. So yeah, it's a weird thing. I got a child rental. Oh no. I, and I hear so many people be like, you are going to love it. You're going to feel like you come alive. It's so fun. And I just, I don't know. There's something about you that feels like you're born when your child is born and that you live this sort of second life with them and through them, which is very different than the way you experienced it because the world was a different place when we grew up, but it's just fun. It did. It gives you a heartbeat. It makes you feel young. It makes you feel connected to the younger generations. And so we'll continue to still do that and, and whatnot. But I just, it just feels different that she's moving away to university. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it probably is going to feel like a different life. You know yeah. what I mean? How like when you, cause I've, yeah, experienced that too. When my kids were born, I was like, this is, I feel like life is starting. Right. right now. Yeah. And it'll be like a chapter is closing and another chapter's opening. And what yeah. does that look like? You know? Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. that though, I, and I felt this in like a small way, which doesn't have anything to do with how you're feeling right now. Cause your child's an adult and I yeah. have very small children. But when I yeah. knew that Louie was my last one, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh, like I can just sell all, sell all the baby stuff. Cause I'm done mm-hmm. with that chapter. I should start painting. I should pick up a new hobby in all my spare time, Yeah, you know, but you actually do have time totally. without Jane in your life that you should like. I don't know, start like throwing pottery or like, totally, you know, I don't know, do something. I know. I feel like they've said that to people like about retirement, that you shouldn't just retire from something. You should retire to something Mm -hmm. and pick up the thing that you want to do. So you have like energy moving into it. So I should pick up probably some sort of exercise, I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just going to say, look at Martha Stewart. Look at Martha freaking Stewart at 81. But just you guys also, this is well in the past when this airs, but Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Yeah. The front cover of the swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated. Like go freaking Martha. Yeah. And she looks good. Really good. Amazing. Yeah. Like a bombshell. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want her people to do my hair. That it looks amazing. I know. They yeah. Tease the, yeah. Well, you know, I love you a tease. So I yeah, I just can't wait for big hair to come back. You guys, mama knows how to architecture, uh, architect a great big hairdo. Yeah, I, get, <laughs> I get all the underlayers of back combing and all the teasing. And that's your new, like you revisit that hobby. Listen, I could do no. that for the youth. I could, I could back comb I think that them might into be the big next, hairdos. Maybe that's the next big thing. I could start a, I could start a YouTube <laughs> sensation. Oh, yes, oh wow. Yeah. You sure? I'll come up with something better to do. Um, I'm excited for you. We'll probably just keep I'm designing houses. And I'm excited for you because you remember when you graduated high school mm-hmm. and like the world is your oyster. So, so high fun. five to Jean. Yeah. And she's going to do great things. You yeah. just get to like be on the sidelines and watch it. Right. Yeah. And this painful, is our, I'm sure yes. that'll be painful. Yes. Right. And this is our second. We have another daughter that's 22. That's been in college the whole time. Um, well, since she was 18. So we know how to do this. It just feels different when it's your youngest. You know, because because then you have an empty house. So when I met you, Jane was three. I know. So cute. Right. Yeah. It went fast. It did go fast. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Tile and Stone. So really quick, though, before we get into Tile and Stone, (laughs) I just wanted to say this. Those of you that are new. I know that the name of our podcast is Dear Alice. And it's probably confusing to you that the name of our design firm is Alice Lane. And so I just wanted to say, if you want to follow along on Instagram, we have two, two handles. The first one, Alice Lane Interior Design is us building the homes and doing the remodels and furnishing them and the design trays and the CAD and 
finished product yeah. projects that we're shooting and um, just like styling things that we're doing in the home. So if you're just really obsessed with interior design and want to watch that journey, that's at Alice Lane Interior Design on Instagram. The home side, Alice Lane Home, that's our second channel, which is our store. And it's all of the furniture side of things. That's where we're launching the new products that Corey and I are designing. And it's um, it's where you can work with the free furnishings service and we can use all of our vendors and create beautiful homes for you. And you just have to pay the cost of furniture. You don't have to pay for a designer on that side. So two services, two accounts. Um, if you're design obsessed, you should follow both of them. But we often get a lot of DMs and all of today's questions that came in are from the DMs to those Instagram accounts. So... Instagram accounts, again, Alice Lane Interior Design and Alice Lane Home um, are the two different ones. The name of the podcast is Dear Alice because it's kind of like the old advice column, Dear Abby, if you guys remember where people would write in. And this is kind of where we just answer all the design questions and debunk design and talk about how we did this thing. Mm -hmm. So we are... um, highly published design firm. We do, um, the job, the jobs that we dream of Suzanne and I do. And, um, big thanks to those of you that use the service and love us and we love you too. And it's just, it's really dreamy. And we were like, we have to be able to talk about this somewhere. So this is kind of our book club where we come and talk about the design and, and everything. So with that, let's get into the questions. Um, question number one, Corey, will you read that one for us? Yeah. Uh, this has multiple parts. Um, but it's a great question. Let's just take it one by one. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you ever tile wobbler? Oh yes. This is from Kelsey wobbler. Um, so thank you. Do you ever tile kitchens anymore or is it always hardwood throughout? If you do opt to use tile in the kitchen, what kind of tiles would you select and how would you manage the transition from the kitchen tile to the start of the hardwood floors? Okay. Do you want to unpack that? And yeah, let's unpack that. Let's unpack that. For sure. Okay. When we first got this question, Jess is like, no, we don't tile the kitchen. Wait, I, most, I was most like, often, I can't think of a time when we've ever tiled a kitchen. No, but most often, I think that that was something that they used to do, right? They would yeah. like tile kitchens. And, because it was waterproof. Yeah. It was and in waterproof the kitchen, and, you're going to spill things. Like yeah. you're going to spill cooking oil and exactly. you're going to spill red juice, wine and you know? beet juice. And it's just too messy. <laughs> yeah. So it needs to be mopped and it needs to be tiled. No, and it, well, it used to be like linoleum. Oh you know, yeah. Like, I feel like back in the day, it was like a linoleum 100%. surface. And then I think we entered into this, uh, like, and it also kitchens were kind of like behind you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't part of some open great space. Like, great right? point. And so then now enters like the open floor plan mm-hmm. and like, how do you make that transition in this big giant box? Right. And so it made sense that when like for the most of Arker, we have been seen, we've been in that generation where we have, open floor plans and usually the wood just like it's just a nice continuous surface to have underfoot Mm -hmm. and so you take that your engineered wood your real wood all the way through to the kitchen and then we'd see tile and stone on your countertops and backsplash and that was it um but in the rare circumstance when we have tiled kitchens Mm -hmm. it has been in in older homes Mm -hmm. that still like will redo the floor plans but they're just smaller areas where you can contain them and it becomes more of a celebration if you look at our portfolio on alid or alsanehome.com and go to design services in our portfolio and look under the sugar house that's a home an older community called sugar house here in salt lake city and that home is darling Mm -hmm. but it's smaller And so it made sense. And she is just like a wild character and it made sense to make a really cool tile pattern. And so if you do it now, you do it because you have this like a contained space Mm -hmm. to create that transition that you're talking about. It's also usually a remodel, not a new build. Yes. Right. Yeah. And unless you, I know that like even in new builds, people are wanting Mm -hmm. a little bit more separation, still open to each other, but a little bit more containment to make a design splash. Yep. So depending on your, but for the majority, majority of people still want an open floor plan. So mm-hmm. also I will say this, I learned this from somebody once. I can't remember who taught me. So my apologies, but they also said it's more comfortable for our bodies, for our joints to stand on hardwood floor, the way those are done with the stringers and everything else. There's a tiny bit of give the bounce. Yeah. It's more comfortable where tile, you're not going to be able to have any give to your joints. So you're just going to feel a little more achy and tired mm-hmm. in your hips and your knees and your ankles and your feet. Dishes, at cookies. the end 
of the day yeah. because, because we, you know, historically have spent a lot of time in the kitchen. Um, maybe you're a household that doesn't and you get to eat out a lot and the kitchen is just somewhere where you keep your beverages. And in that case, then, you know, do whatever you want, oh, but wait. there is a comfort level to having, sure. to cooking and living and working through a kitchen on a hardwood floor. There's just a little more give. Agreed. It's warmer too. Like, to the touch. Yes. Yeah. Temperature wise. However, the design impact with tile is beautiful, man. It is for fun. Yeah. So go look at the the sugar house in our portfolio. I'd say large format tile cut down into shapes to make a pattern Mm -hmm. is what we did there. So we started with a 12 by 12 and cut it into these, into these shapes. So it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Super boutique. Uh Um, So yes. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, Also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care, your sleep health. If you just head over to cozyearth.com and use the promo code Dear Alice for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is Dear Alice for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Kelsey, we still do it, but it's just in certain circumstances. But the look is very cool. But yeah, just you dependent on your client, dependent on your age or whoever's home this is. Um, think about that. We're doing another remodel project where tile was considered for the kitchen. Mm. And then I thought about the age of the client. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like they, like they, des- they deserve the softness mm-hmm. of a wood floor. Am I right? Yeah. So, so that's where we're going and we're just making other design splashes with that material somewhere else. So that's great. Okay. She has a follow-up question. Yes. She said, follow-up question. What type of wood and stain family is best for a family with kids. Suze, maybe Suze, can you maybe take this one? Thinking of the cringe that will happen when floors get scratched up by the counter stools, chairs, and dumb kid crap. Thank you. Okay. Well, yes, I do have young children, but Jess has some old older children. Mm-hmm. And we've, I think we both kind of know the answer to this one. I think we would agree upon. Um, Kelsey, I would do something medium to light. On yes. the actual wood floor. So when you're thinking about stained, regardless of species, like if you, you, walnut is kind of this like evergreen, timeless wood species that we love, we always have. Um, and this is like a natural walnut is like this really beautiful medium tone. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. And like you can go dark walnut, but we would not recommend dark anything. Yeah. If you want to like, against the black car versus the white car, mm-hmm. what's going to show spots more of the black car, you know? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Just go... Me- I would, um, honestly, I like medium tone regardless, just because it doesn't trend in or mm-hmm. out. I think it'll stay, you know, you'll love it forever. I agree. And so, you know, I think it'll be really great with, with your kids and do something that has um, some grain to it. Some pull up that doesn't look too polished because anything that is polished or too refined is going to show regardless of the color because of the texture. So find something that's textural, you know, be it real wood or engineered, um, and test drive it. Mm-hmm. And if walnut's not in the price range, kids. have them like run their cars on it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Happens. If walnut's not in the price range, which I do think is like the most everlasting wood, mm-hmm. it never trends, never goes in or out. I had a Brazilian cherry floor. My mom still does in a house when I had little kids that were three years old and whatnot. And I mopped for a living. Like that was my job besides being a mom. <laughs> <Cute>. <laughs> I, I seriously got that paddle, paddle mop out twice a day. 
And I had a little dog that would go out the back to use the bathroom patter, pitter, and come back in and then little dog mm. prints on my dark, dark Brazilian cherry floor. How do you get mad at, mad at a little dog? You just dog? can't, you just mop for a living. <laughs> so you just become really good at it. It's part of your rhythm. You just do yeah. it twice a day and you just kind of keep up with it. And then when you shut the house down and the floors are clean at night, you feel good. And then you wake up in the morning, you do it again. Yep. So I would say for sure, if you cannot afford walnut, which is kind of at the top of the food chain, then I would say I still a beautiful straight grain oak. Looks really nice. Actually, right now, walnut's less than oak. Oh, it is really? Not. Get down. Um, what are you experiencing? Uh, <laughs> Corey's like, what are some, your sources? <laughs> yes, some oaks. Yes, yes. But like, if you were going to do like, a medium stain on like a red oak, mm -hmm. which is actually what we have in the showroom. Yeah. Um, that's probably cheaper than walnut right now. Okay. Those two are pretty close though. But if you okay. did even something like different, like an ash, which is really close to a mm -hmm. oak. Ash is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So pretty. There's straight green. You've got options. Medium yeah. stain. Mm -hmm. Shop it. Medium stain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing about a dark stain on a floor is when it scratches, it's the you know, the difference between the dark stain and that light wood, just, mm -hmm. I went over to a friend's house over the weekend and they had a ton of scratches on their dark hearted floor. And it's like all you could see. And I was like, Corey has a, so crazy. a tick right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's talking about it. He's getting nervous eyes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so I was like, so OCD about it. I was like, man, I would have to like, mm -hmm. I'd get a stain pen, you know, and I would, it would drive me nuts. So that's the other reason not to. Yeah, for sure. That's a mops really and stain pens. That's mm -hmm. what a dark wood floor will give you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's a Don't lot of work. It, yeah, we've and been in this. Luck, my friend. Oh. Yes, for sure. We've been in this place of like blonde floors for so long that now we're starting to think of, see them just deepen up to a medium place. So it's a really nice time, I feel like, to do a floor because you're going to get to ride that the entire decade plus. But I always feel like a medium floor isn't trending to one way or the other. So it's a safe, mm -hmm. a really safe spot. So your moderate political view. Yeah, for sure. You can swing both ways sometimes. So. Yeah. And also you can look at plank size and look at maybe doing something that's not trending and that could bring your price down. I know, um, my brother's doing a remodel and they're going to do matchstick floors, the two inch, Favorite. which is so charming. And, yeah. and he, what did he say? They were like $5 or less awesome. to do those a square foot. So maybe a little more labor cause it's matchstick, mm -hmm. but I think you can also really control the price by doing something non-trending, which will also give you a big design swing mm -hmm. because you're doing something unique. And I think you get the payoff. It's like early 1900 homes were matchstick guys. Like yeah. my mom has matchstick and like, it's still always and forever will be darling. Always so. charming. Yeah. yeah. I was in a store in um, Berkeley, California shop, you know, Doen, D-O-E-N. It's a women's shop and they had matchstick blonde floors throughout. And I, I just instantly that. was like, this is so charming. You can like hear your, your the clothes the were more beautiful. A little bit, you know, yeah. like it just feels, uh, it's legit. Yeah. You know, love it. So try a non-trending thing. You can really work your price down. Tag history. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Next question, Corey, what do you have for us? This comes from Megan. I don't know her last name. Um, yeah. So it came from Instagram, but I won't give her a handle out. But she asked, I just saw a trend report that said full height marble backsplashes are going to date your home to the 2020s and are trendy, not timeless. Do you agree? P.S. I love this look. It seems so chic and cohesive to wrap your kitchen in natural stone. But I do know I never saw this before about 10 years ago. So perhaps it is a trend. It's a really good question, Megan. Um, it's hard to say because I don't know what's coming. And I agree. I never saw it until it's been being done. But I also can't think of anything more universally classic than mm -hmm. just having that one surface completely wrap in a kitchen. It's also very expensive to do because yeah. you're buying twice the slabs, right? Mm -hmm. And you're seeing the movement of marble run across your wall, which is so incredible. Um, will it trend? Yeah, Perhaps, but I think the type of marble will trend. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Cheers, you know I agree. I mean? Yeah, um, because even like if you look history, old money castles, all those things, and you see these marble mantles, right, carved out of a whole piece of stone. Right, I liken it to something like that, Megan. Like if you have a really interesting, really int like cool figure contrasted marble mm -hmm. on your backsplash, like I feel like that marble has such age and wisdom to it that it doesn't feel trendy to me. If it's like a light gray porcelain to look like a marble that's chasing your backsplash and like I see repeats in it and I see, I know that it's fake, 
100% trendy. Mm-hmm. They're getting better at like imitating the look of marble. But like at the end of the day, like I know by the touch, I know by those things feel trendy to me. Um, yeah. And like anything that's like light gray, where gray was such like a trend of the last 10, 15 years, like that will feel trendy. But if it's how you apply, what is your cabinetry color? What is the marble? And how, like, how interesting is it? If it's more interesting, um, the less trendy it'll be. Totally. So, but I don't, I don't think that the application, it might be pinpointed. Like this is when they started using that, just like Art Deco was pinned to the 1920s, but I don't think it'll be trendy in a bad way because I think it's smart. Mm-hmm. You don't have grout lines. It's easy to clean. It's a beautiful statement. It feels like a monolith. Yeah. And so therefore I think it has longevity. Yeah. In your application. Well, and if you look at houses back, like all the decades, right? Like what did they do in kitchens? Like a well-built kitchen was always a tile backsplash and usually a rectangle, some form of subway. The modern ones were longer and leaner, but there's always like these cute 1950s homes. We did Tiger Oak, you know, which which was based on a historical design. Like tile has been a thing for so long and maybe the colors change in the grout colors and whatnot, but it's been tile for so long. So I do think slabs could be an everlasting thing. The the type of stone, right? We all remember when Carrera was like the rage and then it was Calcutta. And now it's like the violas, which are really big and glaze and stuff. Yeah. 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 So I feel like type of marble maybe, but the idea of it feels really universal. Yeah. And it all comes down. Those are like the big expensive decisions in your home too. So these are the ones that take extra thought because they're extra expensive. So like, you're not going to want to remodel your kitchen, you know, every eight years, you know, like you might your family room. Mm -hmm. So like, just understand your style. Like if it's your style, if it's based in love. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. if it's done in good taste, it won't be trendy because it's for you. If you plan on staying in this home, but I'll say that too, about like subways, subway has been around forever. Just like you were saying, like white Mm -hmm. sub, you go to New York, you see all these old kitchens, you see industry, like that's what they use. And so there's a timelessness. So if you still love subway, you don't have to do it in the farmhouse style that it became really trendy with, you know, just like be more creative, Mm -hmm. but you can still use those things, but it's just, it's all in your application. Totally. Great answer. Okay. Next question. Looks like this is from Claire Drake. Yes. She asks, how do you decide grout color? We picked a beautiful Hex Carrera marble tile with some black detail. The vendor recommended an avalanche white. We used it and hated it. She's bright. Yeah. (laughs) It's too overwhelming to tear up and start over. What are some common DIY or design regrets slash mistakes and how to cover them up in a chic way? Okay. On grout, it's hard to read grout. Um, we reached out to one of our favorite tile people and I'm like, can you, can you do anything about that? And she's like, you really can't shave it down. Like you can, it would just, you basically, you'd have to rip up. You can't just out. work like over the top with more and grout. the nail and build it up like an acrylic nail, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's kind of a redo, but. We're so sorry, thing, Claire. I'm so sorry. Um, but she did, I'm going to read her text. Um, she said, but there used to be such a thing as grout paint. It was made by Aquamix, I believe. It was a grout colorant and maybe Home Depot or Lowe's carries it or check online. So look for a grout colorant. And actually the gal that's like head of our marketing, she had a similar situation, Claire, where she, you go in and you manually kind of paint your grout, which on a little hex is going to take you a second. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many square feet of this you have, or if you have some kids to put to work, mm-hmm. um, do this, but you can do that. But the other thing you can do, Claire, is a rug. <laughs> or or Claire or Claire um by rug over time. Suzanne means just cover up the tile and put a rug on I'm top sorry, of it. That's really pretty hex. But or you know, just over time. Do you know what I mean? Like over time, the first time you get a scratch on your beautiful marble countertop, it's gonna be offensive. But the more you use it and the more lived in it becomes, the more it's going to warm up more beautiful yeah. wear it gets that so will like naturally, I mean, like really we use frost to the question of like, how do you pick a grout color? Mm-hmm. We've learned that like there are certain ones that we use a lot with most marbles. I use, um, it's from the brand Maypie. I think that's how you say mm-hmm. M-A-P-E-I and it's the color frost. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's not as bright as avalanche, but it's just a good in between and it will naturally 
It'll it ages well. Ages, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll naturally age and it'll start to look like warm gray eventually. Warm mm-hmm. gray is another one from Maypie that we use a lot depending on what tone of tile you're looking at. So yeah. here's the awesome picture. Maypie. It looks like it's a laundry room maybe oh, or something like girl. that. You know what? That's going to age. I know it feels really bright right now, kind of optic, but it will, as you use it, um, I think just like make sure you get equal like pattern or like you're walking you patterns all around, yeah. <laughs> all around. Mm-hmm. But I think eventually it'll start, it'll eventually start to look like the frost and the warm gray, which will be beautiful. It's just very like old yeah, hotel. Beautiful tile, right? So it pretty. Is. Yeah. And like, you're going to have this there for a long time and don't rip it up. It's, it looks really pretty. It's probably more offensive to you because you're there live and, and you're a perfectionist. But I, from the picture, it looks really, really pretty. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say this yeah. and you guys can disagree, yeah. but I feel like I'm saying this about my people because I come from like, you know, people in the trade or, you know, mm-hmm. vendors like that. Unfortunately, they don't take a stance of like what is in, in design. They just see what is being purchased or what is being used all the time, yeah. which necess- which is in my opinion, behind the curve. No, it's the majority of humans that don't do what yeah. we do for a living, but so, they do other things better, but yeah. So which is generally this. on the clotting edge, but not the cutting edge. Yes, right. Yep, yes. Yeah. So they're, they're going to give you what everyone else is doing and that's probably not the best advice to take. Yeah. So yeah. In I uh, like with cabinet guys, I, I, you know, used to Don't be one for the opinion. Yeah. Just, yeah. they're great at the building, not so great at the design. Yeah. And even so, when they question your ideas, Stay true. Mm-hmm. If you know it's the right thing to do and you've talked to yes. somebody that has an expert opinion, stick to it. You guys, it was so sad. It was a, a family thing. And a uh, member of my family, anyway, they had to do a remodel because of a leak or something. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do like, like a gray color in my cabinets. Noted she had like a gray wall. And I was just like, in my mind, I was just like, I should tell her. I should tell her. But she was so excited that I'm just like, it's going to go one ear out the other. Like mm-hmm. if, yeah, is that bad? I didn't tell her. No, because I, here's what I think. Here's they're my, not paying for my, di- my expert. And, yeah. And they won't value it. But, and they won't okay. It. So he, just I'm like having this epiphany you know? right now where I, I read something yesterday and I've been sort of mulling it around in my brain. You know how you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it said something like how our energy says more than the words we use say yeah. more. Right. And so we all kind of react off of different people's energy. And in that moment, you could feel her genuine excitement and energy and passion for it. And you're like, why would I let the air out of that tire smash that and be the jerk? That's like, you shouldn't do that. I'm an expert in interior design. You're like, no way, man. Her energy's sky high for this. She's so hyped. She thinks Gray's amazing. Let her do it. Let her have her way. Let her love it for five years before she figures out that people aren't doing great anymore, but she'll love it for five years and let her stay in that energy. You know, a large handful of her people that she's surrounded by will think it's awesome. I'm I'm just that one that's just like, yeah, you wouldn't want to squash her flowers. Okay. okay, I feel better. Cause I've been thinking about that all week and I'm like, should I have said something? But no, if she wanted to know what you think, she'd listen to your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. She's not listening. (laughs) Speaking of that, I was driving here, getting off of this Uh exit. Well, it was like a mile down, but they're like building a bunch of brand new, like warehouses and stuff as they are everywhere in Utah. They're just painting them all gray. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> You're like throwing so, your Alice cards at them. Like, take a clue. Yeah, for real. I was like, hey, guess what? Those are concrete. Could have just left it anyway. It would have been gray. Like, yeah, you didn't have to paint it. has been a warm it. gray. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's when I just saw our grocery store remodel. Smith's grocery store just painted the outside gray. Just this last, within the year. It's like. They, they've been waiting. It's been beige. They, they haven't painted it. <laughs> For 20 something years <laughs> and they decide to paint it gray once gray is completely corporate was just like, done. Well, should have just kept the beige and that was now the warm colors yeah. are going. Yeah. yeah. You guys. So to all you fellow designers, hold your tongue sometimes. I yeah. need to, I need to take a page from that book. Cause I feel like I express my opinion too often and I, yeah, I, so does Tom. He was like biting his lip and I like hit him on the leg. I'm just like, don't say anything. Because <laughs> yeah. he knows better. She's too. excited. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. yeah. It's I'm be excited good. for you. It'll be, be better beautiful. than it was. So It'll be so pretty to her. Yeah. Yep. That's what okay. matters. That okay. What matters. Another question that came in. Lots of people are wanting to know our faux marble tile recommendations. Mm. So we understand here, dear Alice, that not all of us can afford to do real tile. Um, that's marble. 
there are some fakes out there. The longer we wait, the more realistic the fakes are getting. So if real marble is not in the price point, but you just are jonesing for it, right? Mm -hmm. Suzanne, you just barely saw one that you were like, hey, yeah, it's not, not, not bad. No, we, and yeah, we've been, we've seen all the, like, I feel like some of them, especially when they're honed, there's different finishes you can get foam marble tile and countertops and you can get them honed or you can get them polished. In my opinion, the honed ones look way more fake than the polished. So just know that like, if you're going to do a foam marble and you want to be the best looking one, know that it's going to be polished. If you're not a polished person, that might not be the right fit. So mm -hmm. consider those things. Point, because polished is completely counterintuitive to the way we feel about real marble. Yeah, so I'm just like, so we're saying it's hard. We're saying do to the, say that out loud. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, but just like from my eyeball, I like the look of the polish. It looks like a, a more real marble. And I think that is the goal, right? You yeah. want it to look real, even though it's fake. Mm -hmm. if, if this is the situation you're in. Um, but when I went to Dow, we went to Dow Tile on a little field trip, um, honestly like a year ago, and they've even gotten better since there was a line called panoramic porcelain through Dow Tile. And they looked really, really good mm -hmm. and polished. They, they take photographs of marble and these are completely printed. Um, printed. These photo ready um, marble slabs are printed onto porcelain. So you get the durability of porcelain. You get that great cleaning story, but you have something that is actually an image of marble on top yeah. of it. That looks really good when it's polished. You don't hone it. Um, the You can use it as countertops. Your issue is going to be that you need to come up with an edge detail because the photo only exists on the surface. So then you're going to need to miter the corners, wrap it, wrap it around. Yeah, That's so you're going to have to use pieces because that marble isn't going to be solid through the slab like marble is. And it's going to be thinner. A lot thinner. Yeah. Like it was like 12 it was like a half, mm or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like a half inch, just yeah. over a half inch thick. Like 0.47, I think. Mm -hmm. So really thin. So, so good for, sure for maybe to, backsplashes, yeah. shower walls maybe. Yeah, I think for shower walls. If you want to do pony wall in your bathroom and wrap it like four feet up the wall, mm -hmm. you know, do the surround. Yeah. We did that on a in a bathroom in our showroom. That's porcelain. Yeah. And, it, and the actual, it used to also be that you would see the repeat a lot sooner mm -hmm. of like that portion of the marble. And then you're like, well, I know you're fake because I see your exact identical twin four feet away from that, you know, shape. And huh. um, it was a dead giveaway, but the broad repeat is they're getting better at it and it's becoming broader and broader. So if you do want to have a slab backsplash, you know, it's very likely that you won't see the same piece anywhere on that whole backsplash mm -hmm. depending on, or if you book match them, then again, you'll be a lot less likely to see repeats, which is again, um, that's a good thing for you. Totally. So, and that yeah. product it's available as tile as well as slab. Mm -hmm. Great. And will you tell them and the name can. of it again? Yeah. It's from Dow Tile and it's called Panoramic Porcelain is the line. And then there's dark, like dark marbles. There's light marbles. There's some really cool vein. We were always talking about an opinionated vein mm -hmm. and they had some really good opinionated veins that kind of hide, hide the, the foe mm -hmm. <laughs> better. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, next question is, um, what are their favorite go-to colors for different rooms? Ooh. So I think this go is on marbles and tile. Yes. Yes. Hmm. That's a big question. I, I will say right now where trends are going is warmer. So keep that in mind. So your grays have now become topes. Um, I would even dare say camels. We're seeing in fashion, we're seeing off white over white, mm -hmm. white still obviously having a place, but we're seeing yellows, pale yellows like butter is really big browns mm -hmm. green is like the it girl of the season girl. right yep. yeah so it's an interesting thing all of those feel really steeped in nature and i feel like nature is all about like the curvilinear shapes the softer forms the more artisan yeah. touch to things so believability and having come from nature are going to be super super key that being said you may be like me and you're just like love the color blue and in that case you're going to maybe love blue um, for your what you pair blue powder with, bath, you right? Know? Yeah. Yeah. I think for, um, for me, if I wanted to use color in a bathroom, right, right now, wallpaper is just still so hot. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to find a paper that I love and I'm going to go tile shopping with my paper mm -hmm. and I'm going to find the right tile to go with that vibe. Now, if I just want this really gorgeous, everlasting bathroom with like a grass cloth wall, I'm probably going to use a stone on the floor 
more than I'm going to use a colored tile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, probably more than a colored tile. We're doing Mm -hmm. a powder bath and a whole estate remodel up here in holiday right now. And we were just working on it this morning. So it's super fresh. Um, and the tile that we're using everywhere is a limestone. It's from Dow tile and it's called Arctic gray. Mm -hmm. It is like the, just the prettiest, even though it has the title or the name gray in it, it has, there's just like such a warmth with it. And it pairs really beautifully with some of these like warm, deep minky colors like Lagos mm. blue, you know, that there, that's another limestone and those two together play so beautifully. They're on checkered floors or like in these mosaics mm. and they, and then we're probably either going to plaster or we have this other grass cloth option for the surround, like you were just talking about for the powder that just is enveloping and it just, it feels warm. It looks awesome with metals. It doesn't go too cold. Mm-hmm. It stays warm, but it's not hot. Yeah. So anyway. I love that. Yeah. Um, color tile wise though, for your emergency remodel that you've been kicking yeah. the tires on, Curl. you're going to do two different colored tiles for two yes. different bathrooms. The primary it's, suite that you're going to take a shower in every morning of your life. Mint. Is mint, <laughs> but it's very variations uh-huh. of mint. So it's also it's for, Moroccan tile, from, right? Yeah. Ooh. So like, there's lots of different lines at different price points of this kind of this Moroccan tile, and they're usually like a four by four. They come in two by twos, and mm-hmm. anyway, and it's like a zellige tile. Mm-hmm. It's like if you if you Google Z E L L I G, that's a zellige tile, and you're gonna see ones. There's the one that I'm using for price point on my emergency re- remodel is from Dow Dow mm-hmm. Tile. And they have a lot of really great colors. And so I'm using a blue version for my boys and I'm using the minty green one for mine. And there's different levels. It's not just like one uniform color. Mm -hmm. It's not pristine like a subway tile, but it's, again, it's handcrafted and it feels, there's just like an earthiness and a pooling to it where you get lots of different variations of it. And it's just my favorite. Mm-hmm. It has been our favorite for a long time. Forever, And yeah. there's something really old school about the square stacked on top of each other that mm-hmm. we've, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So and that's a great, Sue's house great looks way. like an art, an artist that is also a designer designed these rooms to really have a beautiful all in experience with. So you're not like so concerned about trying to play neutral. This isn't for resale. This is full blown, 100% love of design and art. And she even has the art that goes in the room that goes with it that was considered. And I do feel like the all in all enveloped color is a really beautiful design statement. So you don't have to just phone it in with neutrals. You can use a colored tile or a proper eccentric Mm -hmm. go all in. But also your home is a remodel. It's built in the seventies and it feels right. I feel like, yeah, no, I feel like it's very period. Yeah. And even the bathroom that we're tearing apart, Mm -hmm. she was all in with purple, Mm -hmm. you know, and I love it. Yeah. I love that about her. Totally. Tess is like, you've lived there too long. <laughs> like no. you're, starting, you're starting to see past the, no, I actually Stockholm think great, but I'm just like, how ballsy <laughs> yeah. was it of her to do her, like her cabinetry, her walls, her mm. ceiling. I'm just like, girl, we know each other. Totally. Yeah. We get each other. So I love um, it. Yeah. But there is, I will say this over and over again. There is a power to saturation. And when you go into a saturated room, you feel different. Mm-hmm. And it is like for my soul, it like fuels me. Mm. Like give me a lot of people and saturation and I'm like, yeah. That's so good. Proper global eccentric self is just like never happier. I love it. Speaking of a full on full blown color room, Corey, your primary bath, what color tile did you use there? Yeah. Pink. Um, and it was my decision, which some people like Rebecca, um, Westover. Uh-huh. I met her at the last warehouse sale and, uh-huh. she's, and she said something about it cause she photographed my house. And, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, that was like my, um, my choice. I have a base. That's one of my, it's my favorite base that I have and it's pink. And so it's kind of like a, you know, tip of the cap to that. His so. I'm salmon. just going to go ahead and call it a bass you know guitar I mean? for yes. those of you that yes. don't know that Corey is a musician. A <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bass guitar. So yeah, it's, it's shell pink. Yeah. Shell. It, yeah. 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 There's an earthiness to and it. And yours though. is Moroccan not, also. Yeah. Which also actually has a repeat in it. So I was thinking of that while you were, you were talking about the Zellige tiles that if you have a tile guy that's going to do that make sure he's pulling from different boxes and not taking pieces that putting and putting next to the two other ones that look the exact same. Cause they're good made tip. from similar molds. Mm. So yeah, my guy did a really good job at not doing that. 
Um, all <laughs> <laughs> so I can like, you I'm like in the shower. I'm like, uh, there's like that same exact mark on these two, but it, it is what it is. But there is great depth and difference in the color of each tile. So it doesn't look like a wall of pink. There's kind of dimension to it. So that's why. Yeah. I, Did I like you that. also use the same one from Dow Tile that Sue used? Yeah, I believe you so. You guys compared uh, notes? Mine's a, uh, mine's like two, two by eight, like oh. subway that I stacked. Yeah. They come in different sizes. Yeah. So I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, the fun thing is like the colors are kind of always going in and out. Like mm-hmm. there were some online that they're like, oh, we don't have that, but we have this now. So just, yeah, check and see what's current. And I think they're really, really fun and just go all in, go your paint, do variations of it. And yeah, you will come alive. I love that. That's so great. Okay. Somebody says how to pick a tile pattern for the floor. There's so many options and it's hard to know what you'll end up liking in the long run. I think it just kind of depends on your house. Like we have one client down in St. George that she's like, she was raised a great deal of her life in Great Britain. And so she like loves that London mosaic. And so again, we're not sponsored by Dow Tile, but they have this one, I can't remember the collection name, but they have a really good option that you can do a lot of those really cool patterns with different Keystone, Mm -hmm. the Keystone collection. And you can do like some cool colors. And she's sending me install pics right now Mm -hmm. of her house going up and they're so much fun. So if you like love a European, like British vibe, do something like that. And, you know, like start, I think tag history a little bit and see what has been successful and what you're drawn to. You know, if you're like more French, like what did they do? They did a herring, not even herringbone. They did Chevron wood lay floors mm-hmm. for that. But then they also did a lot of like the black and white checker, you know? And so like, look at that. One thing I will say in your, I really and all the homes that we do, I just, I love it when we border it. Mm-hmm. I think it gives them like really nice termination and like just an outline for your tile pattern to dive into. Mm-hmm. Usually if I'm doing like a light and a dark, I'll usually border it in the dark just to kind of ink mm-hmm. the layer, that, you know, that whole outline. Define that. It defines it. And sometimes when I and see- it kind of makes the pattern a rug almost in the middle of it. Exactly. And it doesn't yeah. have to be a big border. If it's a big room, do a bigger border. I've, that's also a party foul when I've seen big entries and they do a small dark border. I was like, oh no, they didn't know about <laughs> scale. Um, yeah. So do like something that's proportionate to the room. If it's a smaller room, you'd only need like, you know, three, four to six inch border on that. So- Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it, it, I think it separates someone that knows what they're talking about versus someone that's just like, let's do a checkerboard and we'll go from edge to edge. Oh gosh. Ooh. And then you see all the points meeting up with the baseboard. Yikes. Oh, it's stabbing Yikes. it and there's, like yeah. knives. And there's like nothing on a <laughs> yes. new build that's like square plum or straight. And so mm. you see different, you see less of a point on one and then you see a point in extra. Work. If you guys go look at the, um, I wish, we, anyway, there was one spot we didn't border and like every time I see that, a picture, I'm not even going to say it out loud because I'm ashamed. Mm-hmm. Um, I see like the pattern differentiate during, on that line. I'm like, ah, it's uh-huh. pretty foul. So border, border it out. Yeah. Some great advice that you gave me and I don't know, you probably don't remember, I was building my house at the time and you were like in a, in your powder bath, do not do like big, like eight by eight or 12 by 12 tile. Oh yeah. Right after we recorded the podcast, mm-hmm. I went to Dow tile and found like a different, same type of concept. Like we were going to do a black and white. You're like texting your person. You're just like scratch the yeah, order. No, scratch the order. Yeah, I was like, Hey, don't lay that tile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I went and found a different one and I'm so glad I did. Like every time I'm in the bathroom, I'm like, wow, like this pattern just fits so much better in a small powder bathroom yeah. and 12 by 12 tile would have, it'd have been like, nine 12 by 12 tile you'd be like the room is nine square feet by 10 because you (laughs) can count the square feet like when you're in a gas station you can count count the squares and you're just like yeah this is really tight (laughs) yeah it's a very small bathroom it feels just a little bit basic unless you cut it on an angle and then install it interesting Mm but sometimes a 12 by 12 is just a little too basic yeah you know yep yeah especially in a small space yeah yeah okay um last question Neutral colors versus trendy colors, dark green, etc. <laughs> huh. This is so hard. Oh, gray you know feels. I'm gray sad in neutral rooms. Right you guys, I'm gonna be completely honest. I like that. I like that you're saying that. Yeah. No. And I and we do them all the time. And I have like, even in my public space, it's all white, but it's all white. The floors are white. The walls are white. The ceilings white. So it's like. It's not padded or anything, you know, like it's not an insane asylum, but I have color elsewhere, but I just love it when I'm in a colored room. Mm -hmm. I love it. 
Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love, I like my, I went into a store and I was wearing a colorful necklace and she's like, Oh, she's like, I really like that necklace with the color that you're wearing. She's like, I only thought I could wear that necklace with like a neutral or a white. And I was just like, Oh hell no. Like, <laughs> like I don't have very many neutrals cause I'm so pale and blonde and just like, I'm a, just, I'm, I'm a blank white palette anyway. So I'm just like, I like feed off a of color. So just kind of know that about yourself and then it won't be trendy. Yeah. You know, so it'll be you. Do you guys think it depends on the space though too? Like I, it depends on your style. Okay. That's what it depends on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we all know that we all know this about ourselves for the most part, like what our ultimate style is, what we love, what we light up in, what we respond to like, Oh, I could sit in that store forever. I just love the way it feels Mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like experiences where we've been to certain people or coastal towns or places in Africa or whatever it is. Right. We've, we met with professional basketball players to do their spaces and they say, I want my house to be exotic like Africa. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's true, that they've experienced that. And we want to know what to them is exotic. And then you break that down. So it's hard for us to say like what's neutral, what's, what's trendy because it, for us, it always comes from the individual for them, from their life experience, what their eyeballs think are beautiful you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it also comes from sometimes what we didn't have as a child and what we've always wanted. Like, you know, the home we did and he just dreamed of a black and white checkered entry because his rich aunt had a black and white checkered entry and she wore fake eyelashes into that to him. She was successful. And he's like, someday if I make it, those are the markers I want for mm-hmm. my home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Totally. So it's all very emotional, I feel like. So it's hard to say like, yes, we could open up House Beautiful or a traditional home or any of the magazines and we could give you a big headline about what's neutral and what's trendy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like it comes from a more honest place for, from within us. Is gray out? Yeah, for sure. That's trended and it's it's done. But if gray makes you happy innately, <laughs> if you look yourself in a gray shirt and you're like, I've never been more beautiful, then shoot, do gray. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like like the ugliest person of my life when I wear gray, mm-hmm. you know? But maybe there's like a warmer version or a more yeah, Parisian ver- exactly. version and the it's pairing the and the pairing of it's so great and so honest with this, you know? Mm-hmm. with this sort of interpretation of it, then, then I think that's what makes it beautiful to you. Um, yes. Um, to answer the question from the viewer, dark green, all green right now is something that we just couldn't see enough of at market. And we continue to see it in, I feel like publications, especially digital ones, um, because their calendars aren't, um, so much depicted by six months before, like they're really hitting it right now. So I feel like we're seeing that a lot in fashion as well as in the home, all shades of green, all shades of brown, bittersweet chocolate. I think the dark brown to mm-hmm. me is what's beautiful, but I don't yeah. know. What do you see like on brown? That, but that's saturation too, yeah. you know, and totally. I like it, you know, and that, and that would be a, a smokier versions or just a neutral color, which I feel like green is also a neutral color given the big house it plants is. trend, yeah. right? Like, and, but I think there's some greens that feel like flatter. And I think there's some greens that have more depth, you mm-hmm. know, and just like interest in their color. And it's just, I think that, that that's the marker mm-hmm. for something that's not trendy is if it has depth or interest to it, like mm-hmm. it's smoky or it's just like a little bit turned on its edge a little yeah. bit, you know, or less common, like your mint bathroom that you're about to take exactly. on. I didn't think like you would think like, Oh, Sue will do like the dark forest emerald or whatever. For sure. like, that would have been predictable. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so I'm just like, and what's, what's historic for this time period? It's a mint. It'd be mint green. Right. And so it feels honest. I love that. Yeah. So good. Well, you guys, that wraps up our episode on tile. And I hope that those answer some of your questions. If you guys have any more, please feel free to always send those in to dear Alice at Alice Lane home, or you can always just DM us on one of those Instagram accounts, Alice Lane home or at Alice Lane interior design. We'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 